Welcome back, everybody. It is good to have another podcast up and running. I know we've been out of commission the last few weeks. The last couple of months have been uh, incredibly busy and crazy, and so we've allowed the podcast to lapse, and I apologize for that. But uh, it is good to be back in the studio, and I call it a studio very tongue-in-cheek because we're just using cheap equipment that we have lying around. And you'll notice that the sound quality, we got three episodes recorded. The next three episodes that you hear, there's something really weird going on with the sound. And I don't know what's going on. We couldn't figure it out. But you're gonna, we're going to release these three because, you know, we're not aiming at professional quality. We're aiming at good content quality, but we're doing the best we can with the equipment we have. And so we're going to release these three episodes anyway, even though... It's really weird with the, the alien-type um, effect on our voices. So we apologize for that, but uh, I think that you'll enjoy the content of these episodes anyway. So today's episode, we'll be talking about uh, 1 Thessalonians 5.17, Pray Without Ceasing. The Apostle Paul tells Christians to pray without ceasing. So what in the world does that actually mean? That's what we're going to talk about in this episode. I hope you enjoy it. Godspeed. What does it mean to pray without ceasing? Paul says something similar uh, in another passage, but 1 Thessalonians 5.17 is the main one that Paul says, pray without ceasing. What exactly does that mean? Jed, what are the, there's like several different you yeah, know, explanations. A... What, what, are, what are some of the, the explanations that you've heard? So some of the explanations I've heard on how to interpret this practically is uh, be praying always, uh, be just always one breath away from a prayer, always ready to just jump in in prayer, um, always asking God about everything or praying over every little thing or before you do anything. Those are some of the things I've heard. Always, you know, continually have it in your mind to be praying, always physically be praying if you can. Or every second you're not doing something, you should be praying. Yeah. Those are some of the more extreme versions. Yeah. And that's that one's always bugged me. I mean, like, always, since I was a little kid. Right. <laughs> that explanation bugged me because I was like, how how are we supposed to actually be always praying? People throw that out like it's a helpful explanation of what pray without ceasing means. But really, you're just, <laughs> you're just give, throwing out some synonym. Well, it means always be praying. Well, that's not a helpful explanation. Right. How, how am I supposed to be always praying? Like right this second while I'm speaking to Jed, am I supposed to also be in my mind also cognizantly right. <laughs> thinking up prayers to be directing toward God? You know, if when I'm, when I'm preaching on Sunday, am I also supposed to be actively praying, thinking about what I'm saying to God while I'm thinking about what I'm saying to the congregation? When you're focusing on work at your computer are you supposed to be actively forming conversation with god in your head um while you're focusing on something that takes a lot of focus in work i mean how how in the world are we supposed to actually be always praying so there are explanations to try to get around that that that's you know well it in some way it doesn't actually mean actually be praying at every second of every day so the typical explanation is like what you said like always be ready to pray or um, at every moment that it 
that it makes sense or every moment that right. it's possible or something like that. The other the other common way that it's talked about is the word that Paul uses for without ceasing refers to means an incessant cough, you know, so you just it's just it just won't go away. You yeah. just can't stop coughing, which first of all is a, a lexical fallacy. <laughs> the the word is used to refer to something like that because the word means incessant or without ceasing. Right. It's the word itself does not mean by the use one. Yeah. In other places. Right. Right. The meaning here isn't defined by how it's used elsewhere. Right. Um, The term itself doesn't refer to a cough. Mm -hmm. It's a perfectly fine word to use to refer to a cough because you're describing the incessant nature of it. Anyway, that aside, though, um, that's still the other the really good illustration I've heard, and and I would not be surprised if this is what Paul is talking about. That if he does mean incessant, you know, you just kind of have a, an ongoing conversation, so to speak, with God throughout the day. And one of the best illustrations I've heard is, um, like, a, if you think of, like, a teenage girl texting on her cell phone, <laughs> you know, like, she's texting f- without ceasing. Yeah. Or know, a 40-year-old girl at this point. Right. right. I mean, yeah. everyone yeah. is doing it. Uh, we all text without ceasing, right? <laughs> um, it's just this incessant... You're always in the middle of a conversation with your friends. That's, you know, that's the idea. Yeah. And I, I like that. I, right. It makes sense. That might very well be what Paul's referring to. I have a feeling, though. Um, it's not just a feeling. I, I have an opinion. Right. <laughs> that actually what he's saying is um, just to not stop praying regularly. Right. So he doesn't mean, go ahead, what were you going to say? I was going to say, I think that instinctually most Christians do not read this as pray without ceasing literally to, to not stop uh-huh. because we know that's impossible. And I think most Christians recognize that rationally, right? That God is not irrational <laughs> that in, in most things that that is not something that's mm-hmm. um, we're capable of doing. Uh, and I think, so most Christians look at it and come up with a bunch of the definitions we said, but then I think, and we've mentioned some of these, part of the problem is some Christians will look at it and go, no, this means this. We, we, you're always uh-huh. spouting off everything you should say should be prayer, or, you know, and, yeah. and they take it two different ways. But I think that definitely those who recognize that this isn't something that we can physically be doing, so what does it really mean? Um, that's where we get so many of those explanations. But what's interesting about it is that so many Christians read this as, you know, pray without ceasing just sounds like such a lofty, good, inspirational thing to say. Right. It looks <laughs> good on a picture of such mountains. such a good goal. On my Facebook or Instagram. A picture what? A picture on mountains, on a mountain. Yeah, exactly. Right. It looks <laughs> good like on a stock photo. It's really good on a... It's a really good verse on right. a coffee mug because it's, it's insta, so short. Insta picture. <laughs> yeah. And so we... It's one of those verses that we love, mm-hmm. but... Not only do we necessarily not actually obey what we're what we're trying to say that it means when we say you know it means pray all the time always mm-hmm. be praying we don't we don't just not do that <laughs> we we don't even do you know we don't even pray consistently right. we don't even have a habit right. of regularly praying <laughs> which is actually what I think Paul is saying right. is to to not get out of the habit of praying. Mm-hmm. And so the way that he's saying pray without ceasing is the best example is to think of Daniel mm. when the, is it Artaxerxes? Does that sound right? 
Darius. One <laughs> I of think, them. I, maybe it is Darius. He's uh, under three kings. One right? of the kings. <laughs> yeah. One of the kings, um, when he forbade praying mm-hmm. to anybody but, but himself, Daniel didn't cease praying. Mm. Right? And I think that's I think that's exactly what Paul is talking about. When when Darius ordered everybody to, to not pray, Daniel didn't stop praying. Right. He he continued his habit. Right. He kept his regular prayer three it's, times a day. It's similar to the idea in uh, in Hebrews chapter ten twenty five. Don't forsake the gathering of the saints. Right. And right. not only that, but it's, it's that same idea. It's uh it's not saying don't ever find yourself in a situation where you are not gathered with other believers. Mm. Right. That's mm-hmm. not what it's saying. Right. It's saying don't give up the habit. Don't right. get out of the habit of of, of gathering with the assembly every week. Uh, that's a really great um, connection to make because. Um, not forsaking the assembly, right? Doesn't refer to um, not ever, uh, not ever being outside of a gathering of Christians. Mm-hmm. It it means don't stop having the regular rhythm, the habitual rhythm of gathering weekly with the saints. Right. And so similarly, when we say pray without ceasing, means you have to be praying at all times, every second of the day. You should be saying something to God. Well, we don't, not only do we not follow that, we don't even, a lot of Christians don't even pray three times a day. Right. You know? Right. And, and Daniel was such a, and we kind of, we kind of disparage the, the idea of praying only three times a day. But the fact of the matter is that a lot of Christians don't, don't have it ingrained in them as such a spiritual habit mm-hmm. that they're, they, they wouldn't dream of passing a day without praying three times, right. you know, morning, morning, noon, and evening. That's not actually, <laughs> yeah. like, that itself is something to attain to. Because, you know, a lot of people make the, a lot of people make a big deal about the fact of, like, well, Jews pray three times a day. Right. Muslims pray five times a day. But yeah. Christians, Christians are to pray without ceasing. <laughs> you know, like, it's a, <laughs> it's such a yeah. infinitely more spiritual thing right. to be consciously saying something to God all the time. Now, again, I think it's great to be talking to God regularly. I think it's great to be the incessant, uh, always in the middle of a conversation, girlfriends texting yeah. analogy right. style. Of, you always know where you're at. You, yeah, you're, you're, yeah, you're always throwing thoughts up to God. You know, mm-hmm. you, you have a good meal and you thank him for it. You, we yeah. arrived at the church building to record this podcast. Thank God for the, right. the church building. You know, yeah. I thank God for the technology to be able to do this, to have a wider, you know, it's just yeah. thanking God for everything all the time is, is great. And, and, uh, and Paul encourages us to constantly, um, be lifting up our requests, uh, to be constantly bringing our worries to God, you know? Yeah. But when Paul says pray without ceasing, first Thessalonians five seventeen, I think is actually specifically talking about, He's urging them to not give up regularly, habitually praying. Right. It, it makes me think of um, when you're into a really good fiction novel that you're having a hard time putting down, right? But you, you put it down and you, you have some commitment. You have to go do it. Hmm. Uh, but then, you know, you have five free minutes and you pick it right back up and you're right back in the story. To yeah. me, it, it almost sounds like that's what you're explaining uh-huh. is that you're, you know, you're, you're really engaged and you have your focus on what's happening in this book. And then, um, you're able to pick it right back up where you left off. It's almost like that, like a conversation, like you're saying, yeah. it just follows mm-hmm. the text analogy. You're ready to just pick it right back up where you left off. Right. Um, and, and to me, it helps to think of it that way. 
because our relationship with God isn't, it's always continuous. Mm-hmm. It's always, as we, as we travel down this road of life, it, our prayer life should be down the way. Nuts. You would down, say, yeah, the yeah, way, the way, <laughs> as you're traveling down the way of life, by the way of life, <laughs> you will, uh, you should constantly be praying and growing closer to God. So to me, it just makes sense if I think of it almost like a narrative arc in that direction mm-hmm. <laughs> that you're always coming back to it. Um, and that relationship should always be getting deeper and enriching, if yeah. that makes sense. It does. I think that the... The analogy breaks down pretty quickly after that. Yeah. But. I think that the struggle, though, I think the struggle is that we we tend to think of it as a matter of how much we enjoy God, and that that ought to naturally result in, mm-hmm. we just want to talk to Him all the time because we like Him so much. <laughs> Which is, you know, fine. I, I think that we should... Yeah. Jesus is be, my boyfriend. Be, <laughs> no. Oh, okay. I think that we should be ultimately satisfied in God. We should enjoy God. We should enjoy his gifts. We should dwell on him, you know, constantly. Um, that's all right and good. Mm. But I think that the, I think that there's too, maybe too much of an imbalance toward just trying to encourage people to get caught up in who God is, to just fall in love with him. And then you'll want to talk to him all the time. Right. As opposed to, I, th- I think that what Paul is urging is a matter of spiritual discipline, mm-hmm. not a matter of, mm-hmm. I, I don't okay. think he's, I don't think he's urging them to listen. God is a, is a, is an awesome guy to talk to. So right. you should just want to talk to him all the time. That's not what he says. Sure. He says, pray without stopping. And, and I, and I think, and again, I, I don't, I don't, I don't really think that he means every second of every day yeah. be saying something to God. I think he means don't stop regularly praying. Yeah, and I think if you look at the the list that we find this in at the end of Thessalonians, First Thessalonians, First Thessalonians uh, five, right? Uh, it's final instructions and benedictions. So just look at some of the other things that are in that list. None of this is actually easy, and it and it takes cultivation. It takes yeah. habit building. And if you want to think of spiritual it's, disciplines, it's not something you fall into. Right. It's a discipline that it's, you it's that a you choice that you develop. Yeah. Yeah. You have to be intentional about it. Right. I don't like that word, but oh, well. but it's so true. So we have to use it sometimes. But <laughs> well, it's the same as as reading the Bible, right? We right. often think, and right. you and I have had discussion about this. Mm-hmm. I've had it explained to me. There's kind mm-hmm. of two ways to approach reading the word, and praying for that matter. Mm-hmm. So think of it this way. Uh, there's, there's the times when you are in that state where you are overwhelmed by God's goodness. You are so filled with such gratitude, uh, you know, and you feel whether it's where you've just been freed by some, some burden or you're coming out of some kind of high off of a conference, spiritual high or whatever it is. Uh, it's really easy to then say, man, I can't wait to get into God's word and, and to see what he has, um, in his word. And we, we approach it that way, and it's great until the day where you're feeling despondent. You know, you've lost battle with temptation that day. You've fallen into sin. Or, 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 sin, or since that, that also sometimes drives us toward right. God. Or it's the situation of everything's just kind of been going mm. along yeah. as normal. Right. And you get apathetic. The mundane. The you nooks and crannies of life. Yeah. yeah. You don't, you don't need God for, mm-hmm. to deal yeah. with your grief. You don't, yep. you don't feel like you need him to, to, you know, repent of some huge falling into temptation. You don't, uh, you're not spurned on to, to, right. to turn to him in gratitude because mm-hmm. you're overwhelmed by 
the goodness of something. You're just kind yeah. of apathetic yeah, along in life. That's, that's perfect. So there's three states, you know, I would say that you kind of find yourself in, generally speaking. Mm. It's when you're down and you need to return to the word. When you're elated because of God and who he is and what right. he's done. And so you run to the word. And then there's the mundane, which I would argue is probably the hardest time right. to stay in the word. Um, and so uh, the way it was explained to me or, or conveyed to me when I was younger was, well, if you can just, no matter what you're feeling, right, if you can get into the word, you'll get to that, that better feeling set, which is fine. But I actually think now that's not the best way to encourage this mm. because the, the point is not to bring you to an elated emotional state where you're just, yeah. you're feeling good with Jesus. That's not the point. Right. That will happen often, uh, I, I think, um, as right. you learn to, to know the Lord. But again, it's not necessarily about your emotions. So I think that the point about habit building, um, for me recently, the last few years that is, it's been really potent to think of it in that way, that you can approach reading scripture and praying from a, a disciplined standpoint when you're not feeling it and the way it was like again explained to me but and eventually the more you do it you'll just feel good about it yeah which ordinarily <laughs> tends to happen right right it does and and i would argue that when i feel good about it it's actually because i have a discipline that mm. and i've conquered some laziness or idleness in my right. life and it's actually a huge help you you built that that habit in yeah. so i i would argue um that's one way i've thought about it but look it's just like marriage <laughs> right if i if 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 somebody gives you the instruction, okay, commu communicate with your wife mm. openly and regularly. Right. Okay. How do you interpret that? <laughs> how how do you follow right. that instruction? Like, is it the case <laughs> that that we should that we should be moved to have an open line of communication with our wives and and be communicating openly right. and regularly and often? You know, yes, absolutely. Right. right? That and that and that should be a natural thing mm -hmm. that comes as a result of our good relationship right. and I enjoy talking with my wife and, and so naturally that results in right <laughs> openly and, and often communicating with her. But that's not the basis for it, right? I can't base it on that. I right. can't, and I can't gauge it by that to say, well, I just, I just don't feel like it right now. Right. But so it, but if you cultivate the discipline, you, right, then it's, it's a, it's a necessary and good discipline mm -hmm. Whether or not it it inevitably leads to that, you know, it turns your your feelings around to oh, and now I'm back into mm -hmm. I really just want to talk to her because I enjoy talking to her. You know, yeah. even if it doesn't lead to that, it's still right and good right. to cultivate the discipline because that's what we're to do to love our wives, right? Right. Um, and so similarly, I think the same with praying and reading your Bible that we are to read the scriptures because we are to read the scriptures to right. hear to to hear from God to to understand what he's uh, you know to understand his will so that we might obey him we're to pray because we're commanded to pray regularly mm -hmm. and we're commanded to bring our concerns to him we're con we're commanded to thank him for things right mm -hmm. so we do it because we're commanded to and and ordinarily that tends to result in um, our affections following but that's not the no, that's not the basis of it. That's not yeah. the... Yeah. Maybe another point of applicational uh, exhortation would be to to consciously think about how much of a habit do you have of praying? Mm -hmm. And I don't, I don't mean like, well, yeah, I, I, you know, 
Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Baby. I uh, I definitely three times a day. Hey, that's that's good if you do that consistently, right? Um, that's a starting point. But my 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 point is to find that starting point to get a starting point of where uh, you actually have uh, a habit. Uh, you have regular, not, and not necessarily regular times, um, but really when it's a matter of cultivating a habit, when it's a matter of yeah. uh, developing a discipline, you're not going to get very far unless mm-hmm. you have like a, yeah, a, I think an established a, time. You know, an, like, an, a rhythm almost. Uh, yeah, a rhythm. Yeah. So right. that it doesn't necessarily have to fall at the same time so every we, day. For example, we... But there should be a rhythm there. My wife and I pray together every night mm-hmm. um, and not always every morning. But we pray together every night before we go to sleep. So the, t- the time that we go to sleep varies greatly. <laughs> right. Uh, but the fact that we pray before we, f- we go to sleep doesn't change. Right. right? So um, so j- something like that, just find a baseline, find a starting point. that You need to develop this habit of regularly praying. And, and to the degree that it's like, even if we are commanded by the government. <laughs> right. To not do this anymore, I'm not gonna stop my right. habit. Yeah, of, but are you gonna do with your windows print. open? Are you gonna be <laughs> right. that big of a scofflaw? Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> uh, a whole other discussion. It is. We'll it's get to soon. Trail. So, there you go. That's there it is. pray without ceasing. Yeah. I, I think means don't stop praying regularly. Don't don't get out of the habit. Don't. Uh, and then another exhortation: don't pass verses by like that without making a note. That's what I would say. If you want to be a serious student of the word, uh, if we are people of the book, then we should be seeking out to understand hard passages because what's that phrase you're always saying? We have no problem passages. No problem passages. Right. So this is the way. This is the way we grow in our faith. Right. So. All right. Thanks for listening to to today's episode. If you're interested in learning more about um, prayer, we'll we'll put a couple... uh, links in the show notes so don't don't forget to always check the episode notes uh if you're able to help support the podcast you can do that at patreon.com slash media and if you have any questions for us at all you can email us at terminmedia at protonmail.com thanks again and until next time godspeed